Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle in a kind of semi-gorgeous day, Seattle. I know Eric is probably looking at me kind of weird because I swore off talking about the weather. Okay, six months ago, which I never really completely did, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we talked more about the weather we the weather to? after <laughs> we said we're not going to talk about the weather than we did before. But. Well, I, I like to find a way for us to get grounded, you know, in inner sure. bodies. And for some reason, I just can't seem to do it any other way than talking about the weather. I, I like the uh, term semi-gorgeous, though. That's yeah. like a uh, like the glass half full kind of perspective, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Well, it is always gorgeous in the Northwest. Sure. It's a stunning place. Absolutely. Probably because of all the rain we get. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. But yeah, it's, it's semi-gorgeous. You know, it's overcast. <laughs> it's a little overcast, but little nothing drizzle. wrong with that. I've got my down jacket on, but my sandals. Very <laughs> so, good. You know, semi All bases covered. <laughs> yeah, well, that's exactly. the thing. You just never know if it's going to change to be a gorgeous sunny afternoon or if it's going to stay kind of gray and cool. It, it changes all the time here. Constantly. So, yeah, yeah we're, right. we're kind of in constant. Variety is the spice of life, it right? It is in the Northwest. Absolutely. I wanted to give a shout out to everyone who signed up for the Attune, uh, Attuning to the Unseen World. It's a six-week online course with Sounds True. If you haven't yet, you can still do it because every class is downloadable. So even if you miss a class, they're on Tuesday evenings. I had so much fun. I got to do it from my sacred living room uh, with headphones on. It was really kind of fun. Um, just hanging out with my cats, although not everybody knew my cats were around, and talking uh, on live video to people around the country and around the world. Um, it was really, really fun. I have There's now homework that we talked about um, in the forum. So if you sign up for the course, you can actually go to the online forum. You can communicate with other people who are taking the same course, attuning to the unseen world. We're doing attunements every week as well. And I'm also teaching in the astral plane, so some people aren't sleeping as well as they would like to because I'm conducting class and, at night um, to help everyone increase their vibration. So it's really, really fun. You can go to SoundsTrue.com or go to my website on the events page and um, click a link to it. It's really fun. Get a attunement. Get an attunement yeah. so that you can communicate with beings that are not in a body and get wisdom that we all need um, to make choices why we live in this, you know, interesting conscious I think people need wisdom more than ever nowadays. (laughs) Do you really? Yeah. And how do you think the wisdom's going in the political realm? (laughs) That's almost one of those, uh, I don't know. Oxymorons. Oxymorons. (laughs) Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like, I don't know. You know, I just saw a poll um, yesterday that said that uh, Mitt Romney was leading Obama. And I thought. I saw that too, actually. And I said, Really? Yeah. <laughs> I said, really? Not in the Northwest, that's for sure. I mean, we are a blue state. I know? just, uh, yeah, I just I just don't know how you could make that decision just yet. Uh, I mean, obviously, if you're, if you're pro-Obama, it's easy for you to make that decision. But if you're undecided, it just seems like, uh, what evidence has there been on the other side that they would be right. a better evidence. candidate? You know what right. I mean? Evidence, we haven't yeah. had the debates yet. We haven't had... Right. 
anything yet. We've just had squabbling uh, <laughs> on the other side so far, which is part of the process, right. you know. But I, what has come forth yet that would make people decide, okay, we're going to go ahead and, yeah, no, and I, go for the other side? I, I don't just know. don't think you even need to be that psychic to predict who the next president will be. And, and it's not a conservative. It's not a red. Hmm. It's not a red candidate from what I can see. And, and again, I don't believe you need to be psychic to know that. Uh, Obama, I think, is a lovely president. Um, I mean, I think it's got to be the hardest job on the planet. Yeah. And, and it's not pay- you're not even paid that well, quite frankly. Right. You know? And uh, it's very difficult to make changes in four years when you have to first get rid of all the changes that were made all the years prior to that. And then you have right. to fight for the changes that you want to make. A lot of cleaning up to do. A lot of cleaning. <laughs> From the last administration. That's Seriously. Sure. So I'm so happy that, at least from my perspective, he's going to get another four years to maybe get some of the things that he would love to have changed happen, mm. like health care. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a big deal, you know, human Absolutely. right to be able to walk into a hospital regardless of your diagnosis and your your wealth and get an MRI from a very good physician and have a diagnostic team take excellent care of you. Right. You know, I mean, I think it's but a human more right. than that, the preventative care, you know, oh. that uh, people with insurance take for granted, people without insurance can't afford and don't True. get. So they only True. go when they're in a serious medical emergency, which is not the right way to approach healthcare, I would think. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, yeah, we're all on the same page here in, in the blue state of Washington. <laughs> True enough. <laughs> and, and of course, you know, we're excited. At least I'm excited. My youngest daughter is going to be in Washington, D.C. this summer doing an internship. So oh, she's going to cool. have a, yeah, it's like the best year, I think, for her to be mm-hmm. living there. She's going to have a lot of fun, I can tell. So I'm going to have to It certainly will be her. exciting. Yeah. Oh, it'll be very exciting. So today on the show, we have a guest. And I'm interviewing a dear friend of mine, Carrie Lafferty, who is a Feldenkrais practitioner. She's a physical therapist originally, and she's also a Qigong master. I've I've known you for a really long time, like, I don't know, 14 years, 15, 12. Okay, I was close. <laughs> 12 well, years, 12 yep. years. So Carrie Lafferty has been in the healing arts, exploring her own inner world and guiding others to do the same for over 26 years. She received her BS in physical therapy in 1985, Feldenkrais certification in 1994, Qigong master program in International Healing Qigong School in 2010, and has studied core shamanism with Michael Harner. Did I say that right, Michael Mm -hmm. Harner? Yep. And Nick Scully, an an indigenous shamans in Guatemala, China, and Tibet. Ooh, that is so exciting. Oh, my gosh. She has maintained an insight-based mindfulness meditation practice for over 15 years. Carrie has the healing practice in Seattle, which focuses on awareness-based practices for connecting to your own inner healer and guide. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah. Excited to be here. Oh, it's lovely to have you. And one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the show, lots of reasons, obviously, but because you do something that not a lot of people really understand, and that's Feldenkrais. Yep. And it's a fantastic <laughs> modality. And in fact, it was being a physical therapist and being a little bit frustrated with the limitations that you had, perhaps, because you love consciousness and, and awareness. Yep, that's true. Yeah, you do. Well, because I've actually had <laughs> sessions with you. Yes, you have. Yeah. And my daughter has. Yes. And, and, you know, we've known each other for a very long time. So I, I have had the pleasure of listening to you when you do therapy. Right. On me. And of, I wasn't in there with my daughter, but we had conversations afterwards. Yeah. You know? And Feldenkrais, a lot of people think it's it's almost a religious thing because of the the way the word is used. But it's really the last name of the man who introduced this method. Right. Who developed the work. 
Yeah, what we say is Feldenkrais rhymes with rice. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, so that's a different perspective. Right, because exactly what happens is people hear Feldenkrais and think it's a cult. (laughs) (laughs) Do they really? (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it's a funny thing. So Feldenkrais rhymes with rice. (laughs) We have a fairly big community here in the Northwest of Feldenkrais practitioners. Yeah, I've been here for um, 12 years now, and... Oh, boy, I guess there's, I don't even know how many we have, um, over over 100 or 120 in the Puget Sound area, which would mm-hmm. probably include from Olympia all the way up to Everett. Oh, wow. So there's quite a few. There's a couple trainings that are going on here in Kirkland, actually. Actually, I've heard about yeah. that. Yes, yeah. yes. And yes. there's trainings in, in uh, Victoria. So Oh, yeah. wow. There's wow. lots, lots more than when I did my training in the early 90s. And at that time, there was, you know, a handful of trainings across the country. So, so where did you go? I did my training in Chicago. Wow. Yeah. So did you have to go there, like, how often? You know, they're all set up a little bit differently. Um, I was there two times a year for two and a half weeks in the spring and then five weeks in the summer. Wow. The one in Kirkland now is goes three times a year. So they're just set up a little bit differently. It has mm. to be a certain number of days a year, but they can divide that up however they need to. Mm. Um, so I was in Evanston, which is north of Chicago, and, and trained with one of Moshe Feldenkrais's original assistants from Israel, whose name was Gabi Yaron. Oh, wow. Yes, I was really grateful to have had her as an educational director, a, a beautiful, beautiful woman, and then she passed away right after my training. So wow. Was that really... was fortunate to get her before she went off to new trainings. Yeah, exactly. She yeah. was in her 80s when she passed and wow. had been in the work for one of the, you know, one of the more experienced people. So I was really grateful to have had her as uh, one of my first mentors. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. And, and I have a, a basic understanding of Feldenkrais, even though I've experienced it and it's been very helpful in my life. But but maybe you could describe it before I kind of give my basic meaning. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Absolutely. Um, you know, it. It it's one of those things that is it's it's hard to talk about because mm-hmm. it's about a felt sense experience, and um, the the best way to describe it is to um, ask people out there that are listening to actually do something. Mm. Yeah, and and I'll have you do that right now. Okay. Yeah. So if you were to just close your eyes for a moment, just pay attention. Okay. It's a funny thing to go inside and just right. pay attention right. and sense that you're making contact directly with the with the chair, and your arms are on the armrest, and people out there are standing or sitting and whatever it is they're doing. And if you come in, there's pressure, mm. there's contact, and it begins to give you some information about where you are in space. And about the potential that you have to move into the next moment. Hmm. And Feldenkrais is about learning to access that felt sense and to find out um, how it is that you have tendencies or limitations that are, are living in the current moment. And that we all have habits and tendencies. So with your continued with your eyes closed, if you interlace your fingers, just put your hands together and interlace them. And it has a certain sense to it. It has a certain pattern that lives inside of you as an actual felt sense. And if you notice which thumb is on top without looking at it, there's a pattern to that. And there's a feeling in your whole self. And then now lightly take your hands apart and feel yourself inside. 
and now switch. Put the other thumb on top and move all the fingers down. And it's a funny kind of a thing that it feels completely different. Mm -hmm. And actually, the way that you access inside yourself and what you have available to you right now is, is different in a different pattern. And you'll notice that likely the first one that you did was more habitual. Right. Yeah, way more common. And sort of in some ways the mind wants to judge that and say it's more right. Mm -hmm. It's just the thing that you've done more frequently. Mm -hmm. What Feldenkrais work does is helps people look at these types of patterns that we do inside of ourselves. This is a pretty um, gross, simplistic type of a pattern. Most of us are doing way, way more subtle things in the way that we don't let movement move through our spine as easily as we could or through our uh, bones and joints. And it really creates limitations and it creates shearing forces and discomfort in the way that we allow ourselves to move. And on a bigger scale, it um, holds fixed images inside of our felt sense, limiting our ability to create new things in our life, new ways of being. healing. I mean, mean, that's... A hundred percent. Yeah. Because probably, yeah. I don't know all, about all the clients that you see, but I know when I came to see you because I had an injury. Right. And it had been like a year right. that I'd been dealing. I have another one on the opposite foot, though, same toe. Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah. So I need to make an appointment. Yes. Yes. And, <laughs> and it, you know, the I think part of the perception in Minds Limited is that the, just in your development as a child, you know, you learned to walk a certain way. You learned to crawl a certain way. Some kids didn't crawl. They walked first. Some kids absolutely ran and didn't really walk, right? Absolutely. And so when you have injuries or limitations in your body, which I think is a great way to look at it, yeah. Feldenkrais can help you go back and redo or relearn, re-educate your body. Yeah, absolutely. Redo or actually uncover, mm. re-uncover because the the like your example about a a infant or a toddler that uh you know skipped some developmental level on some level um they really don't skip it completely hmm. they just possibly don't explore all the patterns that could lead them into um crawling maybe in all the ways that it could be possible mm-hmm. and even if they didn't crawl at all the the system still began to um uncover and create uh, the relative relationships between the shoulders and the hips and weight-bearing tolerances that um, it, it's a matter of just going back and re-uncovering that. And sometimes those habits don't just um, show up from childhood, but they occur from, you know, accidents that have happened or, or um, ways that people have begun to, in Feldenkrais, we use the word create an internal felt sense image and a belief of I'm always, you know, a such and such type of person. And they're, they hold a posture in that belief. Mm, fascinating. Yeah, yeah, they hold a way of, of, of always uh, proceeding forward in the world, say, with their, with their head and neck held really stiff or a way of not allowing um, their hips and their pelvis to be free. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then that, that feeds inside, just like the feeling of the crossed fingers, it feeds inside a certain way of being and believing that when I do this thing called crossing my fingers, or when I do this thing called interacting with people in life, it feels a certain way inside. Mm-hmm. And as I begin to find that there's other ways to feel the same actual thing of, of action, it's not that you have to do a different action, you can do the same action in a different felt sense way, then all kinds of possibilities open. Wow. 
wow. for healing and for um, uh, just being differently in the world. Wow. that that Because I've experienced it, so I, I find it quite fascinating and amazing. Yeah. So we're interviewing, talking with Carrie Lafferty today. She is a Qigong master and a Feldenkrais practitioner, also a physical therapist. We're going to take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show, and we're also taking your calls. What phone numbers can they use, Eric? You can call in today at 425-373-5527. That number again is 425-373-5527. And I'll give you the toll-free number as soon as we come back from the break. Stay tuned. Have you been thinking about heading down a healthier path, but aren't quite sure where to begin? Marie has a set of DVDs that can help steer you in the right direction, with wisdom, insight, and a dash of humor. The Healing From Within series imparts practical tools you can easily use to expand personal health. Marie collaborated with frequent radio guest and naturopath Dr. Sheila Dunmerit to produce four DVDs that include detoxification, heart health, brain health, and hormones. The DVD series can be purchased online at energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. Become a Reiki master the weekend of October 5th through October 7th at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. This two-and-a-half-day transformative workshop is open to all levels of experience and will certify you in Reiki 1, 2, and 3. You will learn to move energy within the body by practicing on other workshop participants. Marie will be your instructor, guiding you with her own symbolic sight and providing constructive feedback. Take this opportunity to fulfill your dreams of becoming your very own certified Reiki master. You will receive attunements that allow you to practice Reiki at the master level and information on the laws that govern professional practice in Washington. Washington State. Enrollment is limited. Please call 425-825-5671 or visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com, for more details. There's an exciting new astrology hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. And visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. You made it. It's 2012 and the earth didn't collapse into nothingness. So what are your plans? You could go on as you have, or you could take advantage of these expanding times and learn how to ride the wave of happiness right here, right now. Riding the Wave of Happiness is a two-hour class taught quarterly on Thursday evenings at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. Come join in on the fun. Upcoming dates include May 17th and August 16th. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. Like what you hear? Be sure and support the sponsors who support your favorite programs on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle. And what was that number again, Eric? That's right. We can uh, have people call in toll-free at 877-825-8828. One more time, 877-825-8828. Wonderful. Thank you. And why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines. Carrie and I are happy to give our insight to callers about whatever their questions might be. Absolutely. Awesome. Let's talk to Julie in Boston. Hi, Julie. How are you? Oh, hi. 
This is so exciting. Good. I'm so glad you enjoy it. Thank you. I'm such a big fan of yours, Marie. I have your book, uh, Intuitive Self-Healing, and I really love it. Oh, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. It's my pleasure to write. Thank you so much for reading it. Yeah, I loved it. I I lent it to a friend, so I can't. I'm kind of (laughs) like. That's so cute. That's adorable. But we're trying to work out when I go to New Hampshire, I'm teaching a workshop in the fall, trying to figure out what other cities I should stop and do a little book talk in. And Boston is on the table. So that would be wonderful. Wouldn't that be lovely? It's you in person. Yeah. Oh, and then I could sign your book. Yeah. (laughs) So what can we help you with? Okay. Well, um, I have been having um, serious trouble sleeping since like, I don't know, it started in October when I started working full time um, after being home with kids. And I feel like um, it, and it, it, I feel the, the sensation in my stomach. Like I'll just be laying there, you know, trying to get to sleep, but I'll, I'll be awake all night. And it's this anxiety that's in the pit of my stomach. And I don't know what's causing it. Mm-hmm. I, I've, tried many different things. Um, you know, I've, I've done therapy throughout my life and um, I've done a lot of work in that area. Um, I've actually seen a woman who does shamanic journeying and she's been helping me with it, but I just, I can't get to what it is and to get past it. So mm-hmm. I was just wondering if you could give me any guidance and tell me what is going on and how can I get over this? Right. No, you don't. No, of course you do. It's terrible (laughs) not sleeping. It's awful. Well, and we have Carrie Lafferty in the studio today, too. And she deals with all kinds of problems that human beings have from fractured toes to sprained necks to bad backs to no sleeping. Exactly. And, And so I'll be happy to add in my perception, too. But what advice do you have about sleeping? Um, Hi, Julie. Um, Hi. Yeah. Thanks for your question. Sure. Yeah. You know, um, we're. It's very interesting you're working with somebody that's doing um, shamanic healing uh, work for you. Is that something that, that you're accessing on your own with them? Or are they going on journey uh, journeys for you and bringing back some information? Or is that something that you're doing together with yeah. someone? Um, she is actually, we're doing that. She does the journeys and uh-huh. um, she brings, she gives me the readings back to me. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And... Um, well, I would, I would, I guess, first ask you to um, really begin to pay attention during the day, during other moments where you have stillness, mm-hmm. where you can create stillness, even just for a short period of time. It could be 30 seconds or if or certainly if it's longer to really begin to orient and sense yourself um, at, at how you're making contact with the earth, how you're uh, providing support for yourself, and particularly if there's any sense of um, that effort or uh, challenge that shows up in your belly during the day, mm-hmm. that you can be um, a more conscious, you can be awake, alert, and aware of paying attention to other tension that's in your body at that time. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to your breath. And how you might be able to, in those moments where you have some stillness, stay in present connection with your breath. Mm-hmm. And with your connection deeply with the earth, mm-hmm. yeah, so that you can allow the the heartbeat and the rhythm of of earth cycles to hold you during those moments of stillness, 
Mm-hmm. And and as as you access the, that during the day, then then possibly before you go to bed at night, is to re remember, reimagine the actual felt sense of those moments of being held in your breath and in your support, and let that um, guide you into your sleep. Um, and what that does is is potentially helps you to access that same sort of sense while you're sleeping. That same felt sense that you have access to at night is the one that you can study during the day, and you can use that back and forth to help you. That sounds so good. I yeah. mean, it's making I want to go to sleep now. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds really great. I, I drew out your energy, as I always do when I talk to callers or do distance work, and you do have a leak. It's new, which is unusual. A lot of times when I see a leak in a chakra, particularly the fourth one at the back, it's chronic. People have had it for a long time, but yours is new. And you said um, at, when you came on the line that you had just gone back to work. Yes. So did you have a child, or are you leaving your semi-grown kids um, to go back to the workforce? Yes. My yes. kids are 12 and 14. Yeah. And um, I mean, financially and, you know, just good for the family of that course. I go back to work. Of yeah. course. But I think you're leaking energy because of that. There's, you know, there's something about, especially for people who really want, wanted to have kids. And we hope everyone who has children really wanted to have them. Right. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> um, but, you know, you are one of those people who really wanted to have children and who felt this incredible responsibility as a parent. Yeah. And even though I agree, you're going back to work at the perfect moment for you and your family. There's this leak of energy, like this sorrow, this loss mm-hmm. that you have. At least that's what it interprets to me when I'm looking at your back. And then the back of your third eye extends about seven feet outside of your head, which means that you're being hard on yourself. Uh-huh. And and so you're probably being critical about your choices or you're not there. Or, and then are you a good employee? Because you're a highly responsible person. So, you you know, you want to be this great mother and this great employer or employee. You know, you want to do it all. Right. Which you can. You're completely capable of, of that. Um, but you need to start appreciating what you do do in the world and the things you do show up for and the moments that you do kiss your kids or, you know, tell them how wonderful that you are and the moments that you do successful work at work. You need, you need to start appreciating that. And I loved what Carrie said about the grounding in um, the book that your friend has right now. <laughs> in the first chapter, when I talk about grounding, there's a stomping exercise. And I've done that. Excellent. <laughs> And it really works well for kids falling to sleep at night, but I think mm. this could be a way potentially, and along with all the lovely suggestions that sound perfect to me because you're healing yourself during the day with this process that Carrie suggested, <sighs> is to do some stomping before you go to bed so you can really ground. Okay. And then maybe not worry and stop leaking your life force out of your heart chakra so you can sleep and get rejuvenated. Okay. Yeah. Great all question. Yeah. And congratulations for stepping out. It's great to create a life for yourself, too, besides your family. Right. Can I just ask you quickly about my guys? Mm-hmm. So curious about them. Yeah, you have a lot. You have, I do? Yeah, you have 17. No which, way. Yeah. I'm which, so excited. Yeah. <laughs> numerologically, that goes down to eight. You know, so eight is a very lucky number. It's the affinity sign. What were you going to say? Carrie? Oh, I was just going to say that it's a number of order. And Ooh. yeah, yeah, it's a yeah, it's a really strong number. Very strong number. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I don't think I've seen seventeen yet in oh. a guide group. I know, interesting. interesting, isn't it? And so I had to break it down to eight <laughs> to find out its meaning. Yeah. So you have a lot of guides, and and that means. In my opinion, and and um, I'm sh- I'm sure Carrie's as well because I know she loves spirituality, is that you should be asking your guides for help. Yeah. At seventeen, let's get them to work. Okay. 
You know, so that means you have to let go of all the responsibility you feel you have in the world to your children and everybody else on the planet Mm -hmm. and let your guides take care of you. Help them rock you to sleep. You know, let them rock you to sleep at night. Great suggestion. Thank you. Have a beautiful day in Boston and hopefully I'll be there in the fall. We'll keep you posted. Thank you so very, very much. You're welcome. Have a beautiful day. Bye, Bye, Julie. So why don't we go ahead and go back to the phone lines. You're doing great with these callers. <laughs> Thanks, Marie. Sure. Let's talk to Helen in Seattle. Hi, Helen. How are you? Good, thank you. Hi, Helen. I haven't been on the radio before, so... Uh, well, welcome. So my question was, uh, I don't really understand Feldenkrais, uh, but I understand Qigong, and I do understand walking, um, but how did uh, this how did Carrie put them together so that they work? Great question. Yeah, thanks, Helen. And are you talking specifically about my uh, CD series, The Walking Way, and the putting together of Feldenkrais, Qigong, and Walking? Is that what you're referring to specifically? Yeah, that sounded really uh, interesting, but there's a kind of easy, too, not hard, like some um, Tai Chi or Qigong. Right. Yeah, it's a it's a great question. And, you know, um, the process of how did I put those together is is probably uh, the process of my part of the process of my whole life of becoming a, a, a teacher and a and a, um, a facilitator and a guide for others awareness is that I'm I have enjoyed um, walking and hiking um, and being connected to nature for most of my life. And that just seemed to be the um, the natural place for me to begin to coordinate the awareness practices of both Feldenkrais and Qigong and how those uh, link together into the natural process of continual movement and continual um, action and the spiraling relationship. Um, there, there's not a lot of um, Feldenkrais uh, that's done while walking. And to be able to stay alert, awake, and aware while we're out in nature um, is really, really a, a powerful uh, uh, way of um, walking through those changes of the cycles of nature as well as you're walking through your own efficient uh, spiraling changes in the pattern of walking yourself. So it just kind of evolved together. I've been teaching the Walking Awareness Through Movement series at Green Lake for as long as I've been in Seattle for 12 years. And so I have, I've really loved uh, watching people blossom with that and then with my own practice of Qigong outside, they just emerged together into something that's been inside of me for the last several years and just birthed last year or so. Wow. Yeah. 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 And, and Carrie's referring to her brand new six, is it six? Yeah, six. CD series, The Walking Way, Stepping Into Awareness. Um, lovely. You know. But, sorry, you said spiraling? <laughs> yes, I did say spiraling. <laughs> and that sparked an interest in you. Why? Ah, interesting. So the, the if you look on my website, you can see there's a there's a picture of a of a shell of a of a spiraling shape on the front of the CD series. 
And what what's true in nature and in the universe, and Marie will be probably the first one to just completely agree with me on this, <laughs> is that it's we're all moving energy. Yeah. Yeah. Constantly. Constantly. We're in flux. We as as just beings of consciousness and the trees and the rocks and the water and um the sun and the moon and there's a pattern to that energy. And that pattern shows up um, in efficient patterns of movement as well as in efficient patterns of how night turns into day and summer turns into um, fall and fall turns into winter. And they move in a pattern of a, of, a, of a torus, of a spiral. And that's what is explored in the CD series is that the actual felt sense of that spiral during walking and during the study of very simple Qigong meditations that access each of the five elements. So if you've studied Qigong, you know um, of some of those movements. But these are very simple um, standing movement meditations with simple movements that have you access all that wisdom of each of those five elements. But then and what is that? With the Feldenkrais, it's just on the end? No, no, no. They're tied together. So this, the same type of sense that you might be studying, say, in a fire element Qigong, and um, that fire element Qigong meditation would help you to um, access some of the qualities of, um, of, of inspiration or of, of, of a burning kind of a sensation and a thriving kind of a sensation that comes through um, fire. That same type of, um, of pattern will be explored in a correlated uh, walking uh, Feldenkrais lesson that you'll be looking at the same type of felt sense. And then each of those um, Feldenkrais lessons will be tied to one of the Qigong uh, meditations. And together, they have you keep accessing that um, spiraling sense, once from Qigong, once from Feldenkrais, and they, they communicate. They dance together. They merge together. Uh-huh. Yeah, in a I way thought. that helps you deepen um, your own access to awareness through each of those individual processes, that it just becomes uh, a way of just walking through the world in a new way. Beautiful, beautiful. We're going to take another break here on the Rain Manu Cherry Show. Thank you so much, Helen, for calling in, and we'll be right back. Thanks, Helen. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. You are always supported. You are never alone. From before you were born and throughout your whole life, you are accompanied by your spirit guides. Making contact with your spirit guides is just the first step on an extraordinary path to discovery. To find out how to make contact with the forces that have always been watching over you, join Marie at her Spirit Guide Workshop, Saturday, October 13th at the Lake Union Courtyard. This interactive day-long workshop will help reveal how you can deepen your relationship with your guides and increase their role in your life. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. 
shift your morning into overdrive with Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell on Alternative Talk 1150. Caffeinate your consciousness 6 a.m. weekdays with hot talk and great guests as you get your day underway with Mance and Mitchell, the most unusual radio show in Western Washington. Presets adore us, snooze buttons fear us. Friday, our friend Andrew Keith is back with insights into the world of the psychic medium. As always, Andrew will be taking your calls. Become a Reiki master the weekend of October 5th through October 7th at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. This two-and-a-half-day transformative workshop is open to all levels of experience and will certify you in Reiki 1, 2, and 3. You will learn to move energy within the body by practicing on other workshop participants. Marie will be your instructor, guiding you with her own symbolic sight and providing constructive feedback. Take this opportunity to fulfill your dreams of becoming your very own certified Reiki master. You will receive attunements that allow you to practice Reiki at the master level and information on the laws that govern professional practice in Washington State. Enrollment is limited. Please call 425-825-5671 or visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com, for more details. Notice anything different? You should. There's no other station like Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back to the Marine Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle. And in two weeks, I'm going to be live in California, in Mountain View, California. I'm going to be there for my very first time teaching in the sunny state of California. I'll be at the East West Bookshop there on Friday, which is the 11th. I'm teaching or actually giving a book talk and doing a book signing. That's free. I'm very excited for that. And then Saturday, I'll be teaching an all-day workshop on intuitive health. Um, I'll be doing readings during that workshop, as I always do. I'll do a few during the book signing, too. But I'll do uh, many more throughout Saturday. I'm super excited and actually thrilled. They just seem like a wonderful group of people. I'm probably very much like the kind souls that we have at East West Bookshop here on Roosevelt. Right. Absolutely. Lovely people. Yes. Yeah, just lovely. Uh, so if you live in the area, uh, you definitely want to check it out. You can go to my website at energyintuitive.com. It's on the event page and find out exactly where that bookstore is and see if you want to register for the class or drop in on Friday and I'll be happy to meet you and sign your book and We'll talk about intuitive self-healing. So that's just coming up in a couple of weeks. Oh, my gosh. Cool. That's great, Marie. It's really great. So we're talking with Carrie Lafferty, who's a Feldenkrais practitioner, a physical therapist, and a Qigong master. I remember when you decided to study Qigong. Yes. You know, because you weren't sure about it yep. initially, but you fell in love with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And now you're a master Qigong person. Well, a master Qigong teacher. Ooh, yes. That's even more uh, prestigious. <laughs> yeah. So it was a powerful seven year program to go through to, wow. to uh, get that certification as a master Qigong teacher. Wow. Yeah. So it, it requires a, a lot of commitment and um, absolutely it's it's embedded in me and I do love, I love the process. It's an amazing Access to healing, to spirituality, to just a deep present connection. It is one of my favorite modalities. I mean, I love the deer, you know, in the five elements. Oh, yes. I could do the deer all day long in my living room. I love it. And do you know that this is the season of the deer? No, I had no idea. Yes, this is liver season, spring. And the element and the uh, animal uh, for uh, spring is the deer and the element wood. Oh, and so what? you can see how those go together. Wow. And the color green. Oh. So we are in full on here in the Northwest with the wood uh, deer green season of spring. 
And Qigong. And Qigong, absolutely. Wow, that is fascinating. Yeah. Eric, why don't we go back to the phone lines and see what we can offer our callers. All right, let's pop over to Issaquah and talk to Pam. Hi, Pam. Hello. Hello, how are you? Hi, good, thanks. Great. What What can we do for you today? Well, I have, um, I've been having a pain and soreness at the top of the spine where it connects to the neck where that bone kind of sticks out. Uh-huh. And it's been going on for a couple of months. It's not any injury or anything that I can um, put, that I know of. Um, but there's also a part of me that just thinks it might be spiritually a block of some kind, and I'm just wondering what you think. And then I would also like to know about my guide. Sure. Um, hey, Pam, this is Carrie. Um, I'll go ahead and, and respond first, if that's okay. Yes, great. Yeah, so the um, that... Part that bone that you're talking about that sticks out there is is a really interesting junction because that one that sticks out the most is the seventh cervical vertebrae, and the one right below it is the first thoracic vertebrae, and it's a really interesting junction because there's no rib that's attached to the seventh cervical vertebrae, and there is a rib that's attached to the first thoracic, and so you it's a it's a junction of your of your where your head is supported through your back and it's it's a really interesting junction and in Chinese medicine there's a there's a big gate there um, where yeah where we let out um, a lot of emotion uh, often a, a, a fair amount of, of negative emotion can get uh, let out through that gate um, so I would I would be curious as to um, you you pointed towards wondering if this is um, some sort of a spiritual block, that might mean that you already have some sort of an idea of what might be blocked for you. Is there something that um, you're feeling that is maybe time to let go of out the back door? We call that the back door in Chinese medicine. Um, I don't, and it feels more like, um, I, I'm, I feel like I'm fairly intuitive, but I think I'm blocking the intuition because I'm afraid of what I'll see. Does that make sense? Totally. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I, I don't want to block it. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 that conundrum um, of of you know um, push and pull in in inside of ourself. Um, yeah, it's a. It's an interesting. It's an interesting junction. Is it? Does it change in different positions? Is it? Is it worse if you're sitting or, um, or lying? Does that change the symptoms? Um, not really. That's mm-hmm. kind of, and it, it. You know, I've. You would think in a lot of cases you go to sleep at night, you wake up, you feel better. It's not like that either. I mean, I can't. There's. So it's constant. It's hard to even get comfortable. Yeah. It's constant. Wow. It's. I, I think that it is emotional, and, mm-hmm. and exactly what Carrie said, and. You know, it's it's right in between the fifth and the fourth, right? Right, right in between there, yeah. right, right. And and so my thought pattern is is that it's about your power, and you know, in your heart center, you somehow don't want to betray other people or appear more than them. You, you know, it's like you, it's uh, there. There's that desire for you to grow powerfully. Anything to do with you know the vertebrae in that area has your spine, yeah, right, personal power, right, right? yeah. And and then you know this heart centered place of not wanting to pass other people or think that you know more than others or you know to be really vulnerable because when you move into more of an aware place of teaching, let's say, or honoring your spiritual practice more publicly, uh, it, 
there's that whole place of where you have to come to peace with yourself that it's okay if you know certain things. Mm-hmm. You, you know what? I, I'm looking at Carrie when I'm speaking because we both know what that means. There's that yeah. awkward place where you don't really want to, you want to own your power, but you don't. Yeah. You know, sometimes uh, some of the shamanic teachers that I've worked with will say something like um, that you want to honor those that have walked before. And so when you have had a certain experience and you know something, it's just that you've walked that before. You've known that before. It doesn't mean necessarily that you know something more than someone else, but it's been embodied. You, it's an, it's an embodied knowing and it's a, it's a wonderful thing to then put out into the consciousness to help others. So beautifully said, isn't that gorgeous? And don't you feel that coming through? That's why the emotion is there. I think that you're scared, you know, you're scared to embody this power and you're afraid to hold back, but you're afraid to let go. I would highly recommend, and I'm sure you have something to offer as well, is to do some tapping on your heart chakra just to reduce the anxiety and the stress and allow yourself to be vulnerable and and open at the same time so you can embrace this power and be available to express what you've walked so far. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And I'm also getting what's coming up right now is I, as a child, I think I had a lot of this as a child too. And I was kind of constantly told not to get, you know, brag or be too big for my britches or, you know, that kind of uh, thing. Uh-huh. And it's like overcoming some of that. I'm not supposed to know or more than anyone else. Thinks. Which makes me think of Feldenkrais. You know, it's like if, you know, if that indeed is true, which sounds very authentic to me, uh-huh. is that how she positions her neck or how she has been from that time period and how to change that position, you know, through positioning and, you know, all the beautiful work you do could create vast change in her pain, like decreasing it. Absolutely. And Pam, you live in Issaquah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's, um, there's definitely um, classes and, and, um, Feldenkrais work that's available very, very close, um, close to you um, on the east side. And there's, you know, things that I offer over in Seattle. So you definitely could access somebody that would uh, help you to explore uh, the way that you um, support yourself um, at that junction of of head and heart, you know, Mm. of head and trunk. You know, where where our heart really is is uh, connected at that C7, T1 junction um, is a really um, place of um, of importance to to know how to hold yourself uh, clearly and delicately there. And maybe yeah. cry about those early yeah. childhood sure. time periods, you know, just grieve about it again perhaps, <laughs> in yeah. a new way. Yeah, again, right. <laughs> yeah. Right, from a different perspective, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think you have three spirit guides, which is the number that I have. I always think, God, why don't I have more? <laughs> I, want, yeah. I want more. Right. Um, but three is the number of the nurturer, you know. And so if, if that is a big part of your calling, which I think when you have three spirit guides, it is, uh-huh. then all the more reason you need to share where you have walked before, which I love the way you described yeah. that, Carrie. That was just yeah. done so well. Oh, thank you. Ah. So, um, you know, we're celebrating you celebrating where you've walked before and your ability to share it with others. Okay. Okay, great. (laughs) She didn't sound too happy about that one. (laughs) But maybe eventually. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. Thanks, Uh, Pam. Bye. (laughs) That was great. That was lovely. So I've taken a workshop from you, actually. Yes. Uh, It was a meditation it was oh, a heart. It was something called Thousand Hands Buddha. 
Was that a Qigong? It was a Qigong. <sighs> I think that was really early on when I didn't just had only known you for a year or two. Oh, I loved I think of yeah. it often because I remember even the building where it was taught at on, you know, Roosevelt. And Roosevelt, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It, it was a phenomenal workshop. Oh, it's it was a beautiful so form. so great. I mean, it was so energizing. I just felt, you know, trillions of particles moving into my body. I love Qigong anyway. And what I also love about the Qigong that you teach, and of course, I don't know all the ways that you teach it. I right. haven't experienced all of them. And the Feldenkrais, it's done from this very aware, present place. It's not quick. Right. No, it's 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 definitely about slowing down and going inside, going on an internal journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the That Thousand Hands Buddha, Buddha form is a seated form that um, <clears throat> is specifically about opening um, the heart. An opening to compassion, and boy, we all we all could could access that more fully um, in our world today. Um, that ability to go inside and pause for just a moment, pause and and pay attention to really what's living, what's alive inside of us, mm. um, and to stay connected to that. Sometimes we find um, things that are a challenge, things that um, are uncomfortable, or um, where an emotion of fear or unknowing arises. And what a power to be able to stay present for that and to wait, to allow the breath to, uh, to move and, uh, and flux into the next moment um, where our, our next potential lives. And for those moments of extreme joy and, and bliss and um, deep a vibrant connection that we can stay embodied in those mm. and not uh, go out into, um, you know, a big distraction um, or a fantasy, but really about slowing down and staying embodied as we um, walk through our, our moments on this, on this planet. Mm-hmm. I, you know, when you first came on the air and you started talking about changing your position and I keep, I don't know if you've noticed, but throughout the mm-hmm. show, I keep moving. I have been noticing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm going to change the way I place my hands. You yeah, know? and you and you've been shifting a little bit <laughs> in your pelvis on <laughs> right. the chair. I have because uh-huh, we're sort of both turned to look at each other right. in a, in a Which way. Which is always lovely to have someone live yeah. in the studio because you get to make eye contact. Right. And you're great on the radio, by the way. You're, Thank you. You're lovely. Thank yeah, you. so it's it's fascinating how just a simple thing. You know, becoming present with which hand do I lay on top of the other on top of my knee? Right. You know, one of the analogies that uh, we use in Feldenkrais is that if you have one way of doing something, you're like a rock. And rocks are wonderful. They're absolutely incredible beings. However, they're at the, at the usually the need of man or, or, the, or earth to move them, right? To create something <laughs> yeah, different. Right. right. You need an earthquake or a bulldozer to change something <laughs> yeah. or the force of water maybe over a long, long period of time. <laughs> right. So if you have two ways of doing something, you're like a light switch. On oh. or off, oh. which is interesting. There's more options there, but you're still stuck in a pretty dualistic uh, way of being. It's an either or, usually right or wrong, good or bad kind of way of thinking. So what we say in Feldenkrais is that when you have three ways, you actually access what in Chinese medicine is called the 10,000 things or all infinite possibilities. So we say that you need the dimmer switch. Wow. So as soon as you have the dimmer switch, you can turn the lights down or you can turn the lights up. You can eat dinner in a romantic way. You can turn them off even, right? You can turn them off for a while. Exactly. You can do what you want. So you have 
more than just I put my right hand on top of my left or my left hand on top of my right, but how is it that my right hand rests? Right. Yeah. And, and how what am is I it? feeling? Yeah. Because you know, it is a completely different sensation. I, I think you bring that out in people, though. I think you just force people to go in the moment and be <laughs> introspective just by your presence. Well, I would I would want to invite people to do that <laughs> <laughs> rather than force, but um, absolutely, I do. It it, it is a um, it, it is a way of of mm-hmm. being, and an is and an is an invitation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, with your beautiful new six CD series, the Walking Way, stepping into awareness, you actually take people. I mean, step by step through absolutely. You know, unwinding and reconnecting and being present, and you also go into you know descriptions of what that looks like so verbally and then through the actual physical connection to that right so the way that the cd series is set up is that um there's six separate cds and each cd has a uh, feldenkrais awareness through movement lesson on it and a qigong meditation um so like the first cd is accessing the element wood it's the season that we're in now and with the the deer with the deer (laughs) And the color green. And obviously that CD is colored green. (laughs) Um, And so the walking lesson for that will be exploring a certain type of of, uh, felt sense um, pattern inside of walking that has to do with how do we move forward? How do we sprout and grow forward in in our mm. life? And so that that actual felt sense that lives inside of walking. So we explore that while we're walking. But for those of you out there that are listening, it's not going out to walk for exercise or even to walk a certain distance. It's like Marie said early, it's about slowing down. And even though we're using walking, it's not about walking a certain distance. It's using the the act of walking in order to access a way of feeling that particular type of felt sense. And then we follow that with a wood element meditation that will... um, point to a similar kind of sensation in that simple movement. And then the next CDs uh, will explore the next uh, element, which is the element metal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that has to do with a way of of how do we look at either or side to side, creating kind of a clarity like Mm. like metal, or you can think of it better as mineral. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, how that does. Uh, sounds fabulous. And you can find out more about Carrie at www.movementfromwithin.net. Um, you can learn about her schedules. She, You have a private practice I in do. Seattle. And, and then you also teach um, all kinds of things. And then you have your brand new six CD series out, The Walking Way. Right. Yeah, that's very exciting. I so enjoyed having you on the show today. Thanks, Marie. It's been it's been really fun being here. It has been so fun. And thank you to our callers for calling in. Absolutely. And asking questions and letting both of us um, give you our insight. Yep. And I look forward to being in California in a couple of weeks, uh, hanging out with people in Mountain View. I hope you can join me. Until next week, joyful blessings. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.